Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. Mornings with Ben Davis. Yeah, thanks for your company. We're 20 minutes away from 11. Bang on that, which means we're 20 minutes away from 11 a.m. mayhem. You call, you get on. And to help loosen those lips of yours. I have not one, but two prizes to give away during 11am mayhem. A double pass to the Lions and Suns. Q Clash on at the Gabba this Saturday night, or you could be coming here into SEN HQ for State of Origin 1. It is Origin Under the Stars. I've got a double. You can hear our Maroons bias call while watching the game on the big screen. Uh, food and beverage on us as well. That's right. You get beers, pies, and whatever you like. Uh, do that after 11 o'clock. The number you need, 131355. You call. You get on. That is our promise. Uh, just having a look at this. Yeah, Jofra Archer, out of the ashes. That's a real shame for England. Um, it is a massive boost for Australia. Uh, the fact that he wasn't here in the last ashes that was played down under, I think was a huge boost for Australia because we saw what he did over there four years ago, terrorised us. He knocked out Steve Smith. Uh, we brought Barnas Labashane in as a concussion sub, the first ever, and he almost took his head off as well. So he went a long way to helping England uh, in the last Ashes series over there, but he won't be there this time. You'll be able to hear the Ashes and the International uh, ICC Test World Championship Final on SENQ, and part of our commentary team is Queensland's leading wicket-taker in Michael Kasperovic. Kasper, a very good morning to you. The, the first question, the biggest question of the day is, have you picked your origin team and who's in it? Um, look, I'll, I'll leave that to the experts. Um, I've got a couple of opinions, but I'll, I'll yeah. just, yeah, I guess the fullback one's the, the one that we're all sort of hovering around, isn't it? But I think you got to go with, with Caelan Ponga. Yeah. And tried true, tested, been there, and done it worked, before. Yeah, yeah, mate. And it's worked so well over the years. And, and I just don't think that's the one thing that, um, doesn't happen. Um, there's never any doubt in that Queensland, State of origin dressing room. I think it's uh, infectious um, in all Queensland sport that whenever you go on the field, doesn't yeah. matter who, you're going to um, going to thrash New South Wales. <laughs> See, and you can speak from authority. I love that you've been there and done it before <laughs> uh, for Queensland. All right, mate. Let, let, let's talk some Ashes. Jofra Archer, massive blow for England. Oh, look, and that's one of the things, isn't it? It's, it's injury um, and timing of those injuries, and a key player for them. But even on the side of it all is the, the talk around the fact that, you know, getting offered a 12-month contract to play for the Mumbai team and all their franchises in T20 cricket around the world, meaning that um, they would have to release him to play cricket for England. Yeah, the body, it's a, it's a hard part, is, is getting them up and being up every single day. That's the biggest challenge, and which is why Pat Cummins is the best. Well, I do want to keep on the fast bowling track. Jofra Archer, to me, was the difference in, well, in Australia. He wasn't here, so they were losing a massive weapon. Someone who was here in Australia, Michael Nisa, and he's now in England. He's not part of the Aussie squad yet. Oh, mate, he's perfect for over there. He's obviously his record here in Australia um, in Australian conditions, but second half of the season for a number of years there, they were bowling with Duke cricket balls, exactly the same ball. And that was the whole concept was to give Australian players the experience um, with an Ashes lined up down the track of, of playing with the Duke ball and doing it. And Michael Nisa 
perfected the art, if you like. So he's just absolutely ideal. Um, and obviously the run-in he's had with Glamorgan, the great Glamorgan, yeah. I spent three years playing for Glamorgan too, many years ago. So there's a good Queensland connection there, Marnus and himself. But the thing is that he's actually over there and performing, not just taking wickets and hat-tricks and everything else, but scoring runs. So, yeah, look, it was, I was kind of amazed that he wasn't in that 17, if you like, at the start. Disappointed because getting named in the 17, um, it's for all time. You're, you're part of a, an Ashes squad that went. Um, obviously, the Cummins-Hazelwood-Stark combination is pretty red hot. It goes pretty well, but... I just sort of think well, that... Well, Michael, just on that, though, we haven't yeah. seen much of Big Josh at all, have we? Josh Hazelwood. Well, speaking of bodies, yeah, he's, he's yeah. had a few injury worries and concerns. So that's the other reason. I reckon, and I think they would have just... And they decided that Scott Boland is the number fourth in line. Mm. And the reason why, when you look at it, that they didn't take five fast balls, which has happened from every day since, you know, they used to get on a boat... Um, more fast bowls the merrier, I reckon. But what he did was actually decide, and strangely, that they'd take two all-rounders, Mitchell Marsh, um, Cameron Green, of course. Um, we are talking cricket, Ashes. I know it's in the middle of footy season. An Origin team gets named on <laughs> Monday, but we are having the Test uh, Championship World Final uh, at the Oval. That's June 6th and... Uh, uh, then uh, June 7 and then June 16, what, geez, less than 10 days later, and Ashes starts. Michael Kasperovich, my guest uh, this morning. Someone who's been there and done it before, Kasper, um, the 05 tour. I want to get into that in just a second. But bowling in England, how different, how difficult, how, how are the conditions suited to someone like uh, Michael Nisa? Oh, the, the perfect for Michael Nisa. Um, you don't get as much bounce. Um, or carry, uh, and if there is bounce, the oval tends to have a bit of bounce, and we used to call it like a, a tennis ball bounce, you know, a bit slower, and it's sort of like a little bit slower. That, that's you know, it's an extreme, of course, but you just have to adapt once again. That's the idea of test cricket, adapt and adjust to the conditions. And and even when you look at the Australian bowlers, I know that Josh Hazelwood, think of Glenn McGrath, comes in, Good areas, builds pressure up through there. Mm. you got a Pat Cummins can come in and he nips the ball back in at pace and his lines and direction. He's fantastic. And then you got Mitchell Stark, who 140K an hour, you know, left arm, you know, swings the ball naturally and certainly does a great job with the older ball as well. But I just think that the Nessa might be that variation on the ashes, on the, on the England surfaces yeah. and those conditions that might just fit. When I think about, you know, I know there's already very, plenty of variation there, as I, as I mentioned. But oh, I don't know, I'm, I'm not suggesting Bob Massey necessarily. <laughs> but, you know, for a swing bowler who, you know, skids them through yeah. nice and you know, quick and he's a little bit of variation there, you never know. Michael, I, I want to get into how you save test cricket single-handedly in just a tick. But you uh, mentioned your old mate, Glenn McGrath. He always used to go into a series saying, no, whitewash, we're going to win 5-0, 4-0, whatever the series is. Nathan Lyon has picked up that mantle. It's Pigeon 2.0 because that was his extraordinary claim yesterday. No, whitewash, we'll win every test. It's a bit of fun. It's a bit of banter. But does it? what's it do for your teammates? Is it? No. Do you see it as a joke? Or do you actually see it as like, hang on, pressure's on. We're doing this or this is what Pidge thinks? No, it, it's the way he did it, and Glenn used to talk about this, he said, "Why would I ever? Um, why would I 
predict we're going to lose a test match on playing. That's fair. So that's all it was. It was all it was. And obviously not sort of being a, trying to be a dickhead or coming out being a big head or anything. It's just going, well, I'm going out there and you know, we'll back ourselves and we're going to win. So we're playing five tests. Let's win five of, five of them. Let's not predict um, the weather. Sim- yeah, no, very <laughs> Even the experts, those who are paid to do that, can't do it. Uh, now, Michael, Glenn McGrath, it's our segue into how you single-handedly, well, almost single-handedly, <laughs> You claim it anyway, saved Test cricket. Set the scene for us. Tell us the story. Oh, look. Well, um, okay, turn, well, McGrath stepped on the cricket ball before the second Test. We won the first Test. Um, at Lords. Lords. Yeah. Yeah, so he stepped on the cricket ball just before the game, did his ankle. Um, I was, uh, Sean Taylor, I think, was injured at the time or was, you know, couldn't play or something like that. So anyway, they just went for me. They said, yep, okay, Casper, up you come uh, with all your experience. In so I did play. Um, and it, look, what happened was we ended up getting. I went out. Uh, it was the last day. Australia needed ninety odd to win. Uh, two wickets in hand. Shane Warne, Brett Lee uh, went out. Warney oh, got it down to about sixty odd, uh, sixty two, I think, and then stepped on his stumps um, with the deliveries out bold. So I went out with Brett, going out there, and you know, obviously plenty of pressure there. The crowd. It was a Sunday morning. Was absolutely going nuts. And then even just going out there with Brett, just said, mate, well, let's just let's have some fun. You know, let's that's the way to sort of diffuse pressure. And they reckon um, TV being a Sunday, watch England win, beat Australia, you know, the chance to do it, they should do it easy. Um, it was just electric. And so what happened was they're so loud. Um, flint off bowled a ball, went down the leg side, 13 runs to win, and then it went for hit the foot marks, went for four uh, buys. All of a sudden, nine runs to win. Then all of a sudden, it was incredible out there. Everything went so quiet. It went so quiet. All these people were going, it's because they realised, holy shit, we are, you know, we're a chance of losing this now. Um, and so Brett and I um, just kept doing what we were doing. Um, Brett smoked a cover drive, full toss from Harmison, but it went straight to the man at deep, or deep cover on the boundary. Could have been the winning runs in that shot all time. Anyway, Put me on strike. Um, Harmison came in, and after all the other short balls and bounces and getting underneath them and wearing them and doing all the rest, this one delivery was it felt closer than certainly halfway down. Hence the reason why in this shot I put my hands up to protect my head. Now what's happened is it's actually flicked um, a right glove. I mean, my glove was actually off the bat at the time. Now I think it's thirty-four point one. 34.1 in the MCC laws of cricket, something around there. Anyway, suggests that's not out. So we didn't have DRS, right, oh, yeah. in that whole that series. Um, so whilst it would have been the right result, I reckon it could have been a little bit embarrassing for me. You know why? Because I reckon that not only would Hotspot would have picked up the right result because it was off the bat, but it could have also picked up a bit of a wet spot or something. <laughs> like me. So, <laughs> so it, it saved me a little bit of embarrassment there. But, yeah, I had a bloke, an Indian bloke, actually come up and say, I was in India at the time, and he just actually thanked me. He said, thank you, Casper, you single-handedly saved Test cricket. And I said, asked for an explanation there. And he said that if you, you won the first Test, you won that with Brett, then you would have been two 0 up in the series, and you just would have gone on and flogged him in the series, and Test cricket would be dead. So, you know what? <laughs> you know what happened to me? I guess if I single handedly, I know it's about giving back to the game, what the game gave you, and all that. 
But um, I think it was 13 times in the Australian team. Ten years I played. I was in and out of that side. Yeah, yeah found a way back in and, you know, for a long period of time, had a good look at the team and you know, an experience quite a unique in that Australian side. But you know what happened to me when you know, all the England players got MBEs, I think including the bus driver, even Paul Collingwood, <laughs> uh, Steve Hunts and Tom. Um, you had... Uh, um, Junior participation rates went up and everyone was, you know, oh, it's, it's electric, it's great, it's fantastic. If I was responsible for that, you know, what do you reckon happened to me? Yeah, I got dropped. <laughs> <laughs> but I found a way back. So, yeah. Sir Casper, we thank you. The cricketing world thanks you for single-handedly saving Test cricket. <laughs> hey, mate, and we thank you for being part of the show this morning. Uh, it's going to be epic. Um, SENQ, all the action live from England, starting with the ICC Test Championship against India, and then uh, less than 10 days later, bang, we're straight into an ashes. It's going to be six tests in under seven and a half weeks. Epic stuff. Casper, thank you. Hey, thanks, mate. Hey, can I just quickly, really quickly mention, mm. I'm actually heading up to um, the Walls. The Balls Masters are actually up in Cairns. Yes. Uh, and as we're framing it, there's a dinner on up there and mm. raising money. But remembering Roy, remembering Andrew Simons. Um, yep. It's 12 months ago. It was actually on Mother's Day. It's going to be quite emotional. We've got um, awesome um, Adam Gilchrist is even coming in. But uh, Alan Border, Carl Rackerman, Ian Healy. Um, well, oh, Pat Heels are doing their show from up there. That's how big it is. You've Pat, relocated, yeah, yeah SENQ to NQ, FNQ. Well, Peter Moody's going to be there. Um, oh, but Lee Matthews is also oh. going to come in as well. So there's plenty of great people, um, you know, and obviously celebrating, um, you know, a great mate of ours. So, yeah, well said, mate. He'll be there looking Thanks, down. And, um, you know, if you have one beer, have seven for Roy. Let's see. Let's I think I'm going to come up with a new rule. What would Roy do? Whenever you have a, <laughs> whenever you're wondering what we should do and discussion about, oh, you know, what we're going to do, what would Roy do? And uh, generally speaking, it would be hang around for one more. Wouldn't have what? Casper, enjoy, mate. Thank you. Hang around for one more. That's a big cheers right there. Uh, Michael Kaspervich, part of SENQ's commentary team. Great mate of uh, Michael Ka- uh, Michael Kaspervich, of uh, Andrew Simons. And, geez, don't we miss him a year on. Uh, we're coming up to five away from 11. 11 a.m. 11 a.m. mayhem. Oh, we're getting excited. Big Kev style next.